Hi, everybody. Bonjour, everyone. Bonsoir. Bon appétit. <laughs> no, that's food. Okay. Hi, Hi everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Oh, everyone. my goodness. Yeah. Can y'all believe it's 2019? Yeah, it's already late into the year. Anyway, I'm already looking forward to 2020. <laughs> Come on now. You just so. started. Yeah, it's uh, almost a week gone already. So. I know. It's crazy. It's, it just seems like the time is just flying by. Yeah, I know, right? <clears throat> so. Yep. It's 2019. Okay, 2019. Culture Class Podcast. We started the podcast last, when? October, November, December. I think it was October. October 2018. Mm-hmm. So this is 2019. New Year. And what's the your very resolution first... for this year? I have a lot of them. See, that's the thing. I, I'm not particularly doing New Year's resolutions anymore. More so, I'm thinking about, about them like action goal, actionable goals. Tomato, tomato. Yeah, oh, please. Same difference. Um, but yes, you're correct. Um, mm-hmm. but I feel like resolutions have a bad rep because <laughs> resolutions people sh- have a bad rep. No, I'm because serious. People don't achieve that. Exactly. So it's uh, like you start. I'm, I'm going to go on this diet, and then. Like two months into the year, you're like, oh yeah. If you don't have the will to achieve them, then it doesn't matter what the ethos says. It's well, all about individuality. You're right. You're right. Um, but I was actually gonna start, you know, just talking about how we both spent our New Year's, you know, holiday, mm. kind of give the people a little bit about, you know, how our holidays went. Gotcha. Like, where were you in the world when 2019 hit? I was in Washington D.C. Really, I thought you had gone to see your brother. No, I went to Chicago, but I came back New Year's Eve, so I crossed over in D.C. So If if that's a word, crossover. Wait, you said you came back New Year's Eve? So, like, you were here before midnight? Yeah, yeah. I traveled to Chicago Christmas Eve. I came back New Year's Eve. Okay. Mm -hmm. I was home with my family. So, my sister is here from um, Grenada. She's, well... Yes, from Grenada, because now she spent more time there than she does in Michigan, where she actually lives. She's in med school? Yes, she's in med school in Grenada. So she's with us now, um, and we pretty much spent um, New Year's Eve at home, drinking Coke and Hennessy. Coke and and Hennessy at home, New Year's Eve. Yeah. TV was off. (laughs) Wonderful. So what, what were you guys doing? TV was off. We're just talking and chilling. I mean, everybody, it's the millennial age. Like, everybody's on their phone. So we were more so just, like, drinking. I mean, when the new year hit, everybody was like, Happy New Year, hugs, kisses, that, you know, the regular stuff. But besides that, there was no partying. There was no, you know, excessive anything. We were just home. And it, it felt nice. Interesting. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, I, I think this was the first time ever so i was supposed to go to new york to see the ball drop and Mm -hmm. all that that's actually why i i booked my flight to come back to dc like on new year's eve Mm -hmm. because i thought i was going to then you know pack my stuff and go to new york same day but uh drive to new york same day but but that didn't work out so i just went out to one place in dc i think on 14th street or something they just fleeced us with 65 bucks (laughs) Really? Uh, yeah, I had a couple of friends, you know, I was like, look, let's just go to a regular, like, club or something mm-hmm, like that. Like, mm-hmm. Everything's going to be the same, music, drinks, that's it. Yeah. Like, no, this place, you know, it's $65, but there's going to be food and there's going to be, like, free drinks till uh, midnight or whatever. 
So when like, did you go? I used my Nigerian sense. I was like, <laughs> this thing, like a business owner that the house never loses. So. Yeah. But that this is not going to be like the way you think it's going to be like a buffet. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, $65 is, is excessive. Like a cover you can get to a lot of clubs in Dupont, maybe 10 or 20 bucks. Yeah. Like it doesn't make sense. So everybody was like, okay, let's not be the black sheep. Mm-hmm. Let me follow the crowd. Lo and behold, went there. Obviously, there was just one tray of some stuff, <laughs> like wings. In five minutes, it was gone. Before oh before the first 10 people got in from the line, before we even got in the club, that was gone. And yeah, drinks till midnight, right? One bartender attending to like 200 people. Oh. So by the time you order one drink, you know, before you could even have a chance to order another one, like two hours later. Yeah. So we were just like, okay, because we we're three or four of us. So we're just like, okay. They knew our party was like party of four, so mm-hmm. we just said everybody order four four drinks each at, at once. At once, so I, I said, oh, I need drinks for me and my four my friends. Next person drinks for me and four. So that's how we like got. That's smart. Enough drinks in quotes, you know. But after midnight, they started selling drinks. Obviously, and they, 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 the free drinks was crap. They served they served us the cheap stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah, after you. So, but was know, the countdown lit though? Uh, yeah, the DJ stopped playing for a few seconds, like 30 seconds, then calmed down, then balloons everywhere, and you know, started playing and stuff. Yeah. Was this, was this I, an I, African club? No, it wasn't an African club. It was, no. uh, I think it was called the Golden Dragon or something. I don't know. No, it was on 14th sounds... Street somewhere. I don't know. But I really wanted to be in New York. I couldn't go, so I, I, I didn't really give it my all. I was just yeah. thinking about New York the whole time. But... Well, I mean, there's always next year. Yeah, always next year, you know, hopefully I'll get to go there. You know. I hear it's usually really packed. So I, I, I've never seen the ball drop live either. I um, actually tried to book. We tried to book, but we tried too late. Like, mm, yeah. all the major hotels were booked. Mm-hmm. And we had to, like, get somewhere in New Jersey. I was like, New Jersey is too far, you know. You would have to still drive down. Yeah. And people so we, we are thought about just, look, Let's not book a hotel. Let's just drive down and stay up all night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And, you know, come back, but you know that's it. That's the risky. How? How's it risky? You you can't drive. I mean, it's I know New York is only four hours away. Yes, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you're driving for a lot of hours. You're staying up all night on New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. and then you're driving back the next day. Except you want to stay over the next day. What's risky about that? You're t- staying up all night on New Year's Eve. That doesn't mean that you're just sitting in one place. That means yeah. you're partying, you're walking around. If you don't have a place to stay, yeah. you can't be like... I understand, but, you know, there's a car. So, you know, maybe sleep in the car for a few. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, it I don't know, sounds but, really yeah, exhausting. But it doesn't matter now because, you know, at the end of the day, I couldn't go. So, hey. Next year. Well, you, you better think by October this year, September, even start <laughs> September. buying your tickets for... Yeah, a bunch of places I still want to go to. And since I've missed the opportunity, I'll focus my mind on you know, Alaska, Grand Canyon, all those other places. I want to go to the Grand Canyon. So maybe Canyon. in December, uh, I can still circle back to the New Year thing. When are you going? Yeah. When are you looking to go to the Grand Canyon? Because like I'm thinking, and hopefully everything aligns. But I really want to go to the Grand Canyon for my birthday, mm. which is in When's March. Your birthday? March. Mm-hmm. Wow, you'll be turning sixty-eight. Yes, I'll be turning 168 to be <laughs> oh precise. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my You stop with these age things, man. Congratulations, um, my happy birthday in advance. Uh-huh, well, we'll be talking to them closer to my birthday, hopefully. So <laughs> let's hold problem. the happy birthdays until it's at least March. And my um, birthday is in April, so... 
But yeah, so like I don't know. I have a bunch of places that I want to check off my bucket off, list right? of places to be. Uh, for Grand Canyon, I'm thinking like first week of summer, like immediately finals is over. I also want to go to like San Francisco. Mm. Uh, so I don't know, but I'm thinking summer anyway, like that first week between finals and you know, Whenever I couldn't really do much start. last summer because you know I, yeah, I was internship. like internship and all, but I'll be graduating in May, so Are hopefully you I'll get like that? a few weeks. Before I don't have a job yet, but hopefully, you know, when I get a job, I'll have like a week or two to like, you know, so I can go to a couple of places and come back. That's cool. Am I yeah. excited about graduating? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. You've got good <laughs> stuff waiting for you in the new year. New job, uh, graduation, well, a little new bit job of travel. New job isn't like. Yeah, but you got to speak it into existence. Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, do the African thing. It's yeah. going to happen. <laughs> Yeah, it has but, happened already. It happened already, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I mean, graduation, like, uh, I mean, thank goodness it's almost over, you know. How yeah. long How long has it been? It's two and a half just years? two years, but, you know, uh, first year was, you know, I haven't been to school uh, in about five, six years. So, you know, coming back, getting to do that whole thing. First semester was really cool. Oh, wow, you know, everything's cool and new, but, you know, by second semester, like, look, let's The novelty kind of wore off. Yeah, it wears off quick. Yeah. For grad school, anyway, it's not like undergrad. So, so like, what other plans besides graduation? Do uh, you have? I mean, I'm, I'm also starting looking a at business. Yeah, yeah, all that good stuff. You know, uh, I'm also working towards um, holding an event in April. Yeah, we talked about yeah, this April earlier. What's that May, about? Uh, POC, People of Culture. Um, it's just an event we started like last year kind of like bringing Africans in the diaspora like together just to like have fun, music, mm-hmm. fashion, food. Mm. So, you know, we kind of settled the whole Ghana versus Niger Jalef thing finally. Why doesn't Cameroon <laughs> ever feature in this, in these, in this like uh, discourse? Because uh, like, like, our Jalef friends pretty bomb. You fighting with... Uh, Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Well, Cameroon, but Cameroon, you, cool. you guys aren't known for fried rice. Other stuff maybe. Aru. There's this Cameroonian bread that's really strong. What's it called? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. No, no, this Cameroonian bread is really it's strong. strong. Yeah. Do it's you know puff puff? Of course, I know puff puff. Yeah, that's just. Uh, like, is that, that's not what you're talking about because puff puff no. is not strong. Well, it's bread. It's it's not like a wheat based meal or or flour based. It's actual bread. But well, it's bread like, is flour based. Yeah, it's flour based, but it's it's like it's like. Hard. We call know. it well. I know that we have what it's, we call like Kumba on, bread. Do they sell it on the way, on the way when you're traveling? Exactly. Or something? Exactly. <laughs> Is it like long and rectangular? Maybe it's not come, hard. Maybe you come into Cameroon like like <laughs> you need to put the bread in between two Range Rover trucks. <laughs> and, <laughs> Pull it. No, so, no, no. So well, you probably you probably bought like stale bread, which is why it was probably like too hard. But normally it's really fresh. Really. So it's, it's stale. Why does it stale bread? Because that's the first thing. Like if you're driving to Cameroon by road and you get to the border town, yeah, that's what you, that's what you have... buy. So mm-hmm. that's like misrepresenting of Cameroon. Like, I know. Well, I don't know who's doing something. this, but maybe you. You know how sometimes someone will tell you like that's what we thing. do. That's what that's the stories we take back home. Like really? we go to Cameroon, <laughs> go eat strong bread. <laughs> like, it's strong bread. <laughs> so that's not a good representation. No, actually. it's not. But um, so, so you're. 
people of color is coming up in April. Like people of culture, culture. Sorry, people of yeah. culture. Just like you have culture class. This is people from different cultures in Africa and the Caribbean and friends of Africans Ooh. and the Caribbean. We held our first event in Chicago August last year. So DC in April or May, then take it back to Chicago August or September. Yes. Hopefully do Houston next year. Okay. And, and Vancouver. Then Ooh. By 2021, we'll take it back home, you know, to like Accra, Nairobi, Lagos, Yaoundé, you know, everywhere. So that's, that's cool. the plan. So let's see. So are you, what are you yeah. looking to do as far as that's concerned? Like, are you looking for um, fashionists, uh, what is it called, uh, people who do fashion stuff, mm-hmm. um, musicians, DJs? Yeah, like, yeah, of course. Well, what kind of event is it? It, it's 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 an event to to come together to showcase African food, music, fashion. Okay. So that's it, basically. So because I'm trying to imagine like what the program would look yeah, like. Yeah. So we know we come together, lots of musical performances. Mm, okay, that's uh, right. Yeah. Fashion performances, of course, we all come in our African regalia. Regalia, you know, get to try out African food. Network with other African professionals and Africans. So it's not a club scene. It's not like the DJs blasting music and you're just no, dancing. No, no, no. There'll be a DJ there. Uh, and we'll have fun. We'll definitely turn up, but you know, we'll just have a hall for like maybe three or four hours, mm-hmm. do the event, and of course, we'll you move, after, yeah, after move. party, you know. And that's where to, the bottles gonna be popping. Yes, yeah, move to one of the African clubs, <laughs> and you know, do things. Well, that sounds exciting. So, that sounds really exciting. That's the whole plan. So let's see. Let's see. Yeah. Hopefully, I can get the National African uh, National Museum of African American History and Culture. Mm, I don't know. It's well, very difficult maybe they might to be able get. To sponsor some of the events. Yeah, it's very difficult to get, but you know, hopefully, if we can get that, that's cool. But if we can't get that, then we just you better try though. Yeah. So they have all this. It's not like it's difficult to get. They they have all these rules, which is very difficult for an event like ours. Like which you have is a certain, small scale, a certain, you know, just starting out. Like if you have like if you're an author, an African author, and you want to go do a book reading for your new book, it's easier. Or for like our events, they have restrictions on decibels, mm, sounds. How loud it has to be. They have they have restrictions on the kinds of sponsors. And we're also trying to look for sponsors also. And since we're attaching the, our name to them, holding it in their location, mm-hmm. we have a restriction on the types of sponsors we have. You know, so there's all that stuff. So I'm like, well, okay, hey. so we shouldn't just rent. Like, if we see a sponsor that gives us good money, like, let's go Or another way to do sponsorship <laughs> is you can go to somebody and say, I'm bringing my people to to come, you know, make our event here. You can give me your space. So I'm not going to pay for the space, but you're sponsoring us by allowing us to use, to your, use space. your space. You yeah, know, that's because yeah. sometimes asking for money is a little bit more difficult than just asking for yeah. something that or somebody already has. You yeah, know? We're, we're trying that. We're trying, we're trying a bunch of things, but, you know, we really need, like, a good, event center, somewhere that, that's mm-hmm. secure, somewhere that has parking, somewhere that is central downtown. So those coming in from like Northern Different, Virginia, yeah. I said Northern Virginia, those coming in from Virginia or Maryland, you know, can get in easily. Somewhere not too far from the metro. I can... Uh, somewhere that, you know, most events, if we're just doing like an African theme thing in a park or we just want like a informal thing, but, but you know, corporate is going to be backing this up. So, you know, I can suggest, it's not in Washington, D.C., it's in Silver Mm -hmm. Spring, Mm -hmm. but it's the Silver Spring Civic Center. Yeah, I heard about that, too. Have you seen it? I, I, I think my church does a couple of things there. It's in downtown Silver Spring. Yeah, their parking is free in the weekend. The garage is literally opposite from the place. Yeah, I've heard about that. Just, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, like, 
go towards more aspirational places first mm. then if i don't get those places i'm like okay let me come down and see mm -hmm. okay. where else i can get but you know i really want somewhere central you know, downtown dc really like be central downtown dc somewhere beside maybe the red or the blue line so those come from maryland is like it's easier for it's them either they're coming through the red or the blue line or they're just you know driving through how do you get to maryland from dc i-95 or whatever you know it won't be too far yeah. But downtown Silver Spring is also a thing because people argue that there are more Africans in Maryland than DC. Yep. Uh, you know, uh, again, DC Maryland has a lot, of, lots of African events mm -hmm. already, but most of them are like catered to one country. So Nigerians yeah. have their stuff, Togolese have their stuff. And it would be. Stuff, I think this it is would, like bringing everyone together. together. Yeah, and and I so. feel like that alone is a good marketing point to kind of look mm -hmm. at because when people are seeing where everybody's coming together, it's going to draw more people to exactly. event. I think. Exactly. Um, so. But that sounds really great. I'm looking forward to it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Fingers um, crossed, man. Fingers so, crossed. Um, but as far as what I'm doing for the new year, I have a lot more personal goals than I do, like, you know, large aspirations. Because, I, I mean, you know this. I'm a singer also. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to have an album out sometime this year. I don't really have a concrete. And don't judge. I don't have a concrete date. I know that I want to do it by, like, September. Wait, you want to do what? I want to release an album. Not album, an album, but like an uh, EP. No, EP. extended play. So okay. like maybe four or five songs um, oh, yeah. that I can kind of put out there. So that's one big one for me. Um, as far and I'm looking more so to just travel because I have a lot of event, not events, but like like for my birthday I want to go somewhere. For the okay. summer I want to go somewhere. Within for the my US. boyfriend's birthday, yeah. Okay. Well, within the U.S. and possibly out of the U.S., depending on you know what the money says. I should go to Iceland. I don't think Iceland is that expensive. I have a friend of mine who's actually going to Iceland this March. Oh, somewhere else. I was supposed to go to last year also. The Northern Lights, uh, man. Not just Northern Lights, but yeah. That's the, if I'm going to Iceland, that's what I'm going to see. Yeah, you can see the Northern Lights in Alaska too. So. No, that's true too. Yeah. Which is also another place I feel like is going to have a lot of interesting. Yeah, they, they have these cruises, cruises to Alaska, which is which are you know, really cool. I don't know if you know. Do you know about um, Groupon? Is it Groupon? Yes, Groupon. Yeah, Groupon to get deals, right? Yeah. yeah of course. I was this trying to see the New ball drop in the world. So yes, I do know about Groupon. <laughs> Bro, I like I knew about it, but I never really like looked into you know the kind of deals that they had. Mm -hmm. I saw some things, man. Flight included. You're paying like one thousand for like careful, ten days. Careful. I think one of these news stations, uh, CBS or ABC, did the whole thing on Groupon. Oh yeah. Like, be very careful, especially when you involve like foreign countries. You mm -hmm. see the pictures will be so magnificent, and you get them to be like a parking lot. It will be the same place, but like. Well, but like where they would lodge you is what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, sometimes it's like too hyped, especially in foreign countries. In the mm -hmm. U.S., you know, group on the like, okay, go see a Drake concert, you know, that's cool. Selfie 100 bucks, pay 65 or whatever. Yeah. On that's fine, but, you know, Jama five-day Jamaican getaway yeah. itself, $2,000, come and pay $300 or something. It's so ridiculous. Oh, $300? When you get okay, there, you like, end up sleeping, sleeping in a hostel somewhere. Jama you know, in a hostel somewhere. <laughs> and they all your belongings you know, so different from Exactly. So just be careful for those international trips. If it's like, you know, it, it's somewhere that's popular, that, you know, is reviewed properly and you can get, you know, reviews from other places besides Groupon mm -hmm. and it's like a popular destination like Bora Bora or something. That's cool. Yeah. yeah so just be careful of like where you're looking at. Don't, you know, just do exactly. a little bit more research and just get excited like I did. Yep, um, yep, yep. But yeah, I'm looking to do a little bit, a little bit of travel. Um, 
what else? I mean, I just have a lot of music. Just some personal growth. Like, I feel like a lot of times... What type of music do you... Like, so I'm I like know, but... Afro pop. Well, that's the like, It's like a soul. Afro soul now. Afro soul. So, mm-hmm. like, uh... Um, fresh, freshly ground. Asha. Asha. That kind of, I don't know who right. freshly ground is. So, can you hit some notes for us? Can you... Why are you doing this to me, Nosa? Um, you said what you is to... the purpose of this? <laughs> I am. You don't know who is listening right now. I know, right? So hit some notes. Let's. What's your stage name? Um, Akanji, which is actually my middle name. Oh, Akanji is your middle name. Yeah. Why so that's just, the, that's why you use Akanji for the podcast. Why is it talking about for the podcast? Because it's my first name. I feel like I don't know. Why that's is that consistent? You, you I feel Tongwa is like Tongwa is like those with syllabic. You know, is starts with a consonant you should just be consistent it's your first name and it sounds african af so <laughs> <laughs> well i mean akaji also sounds african af yeah so but you should you should think think to the future just keep right it, like, if you become like together. popular in japan for instance or suddenly you have a hit in malaysia or something you know i feel tongue will be easier to like really pronounce and it's For... unique enough it's it's tongue is a very unique name akanji it's very popular in places like Nigeria, for instance. A lot of people answer to Akanji. Yeah, see, I, I that's so, the thing. I was very surprised by that. Because yeah. even in my culture where I'm from, like my tribe, mm-hmm. there are not a lot of Akanjis, not that I know of. Akanji is... is and the variations popular. of Akanji that are in Cameroon, it's not like, it's, it's not Akanji, it's mostly Akenji. I've heard like a lot of people call A-K-E-N-J-I, mm-hmm. but mine is A-K-A. So I thought it was pretty like unique when I chose the name. But then... I found out someone actually DM'd me on Instagram mm-hmm. um, and they were like, I saw Akonji. that your name is Nigeria Akanji. Is Are you Nigerian? My husband's Southwest. name is Akanji. Exactly. I was like, uh, no, I'm Cameroon. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, but we're all one, you know, yeah, yeah, basically yeah, yeah. the yeah. same. So. I actually feel like maybe it might have come originally, like my grandparents and their grandparents probably like, Somehow, some Nigerian culture got involved in there somewhere. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're all, you know, before uh, the Berlin conference that divided Africa into whatever, you know, we're just like races and nations. So the Yoruba nation, the Benin nation, Mm -hmm. you know, all that, but they actually divided up into countries. Yeah. If they did a good job, I don't know. Well, I mean, Cameroon right now... (laughs) Let's not even open that chapter because... So you have talking points. What do you have? Why? <laughs> Why you got to be so transparent? Um, so I just wrote down here the um, earlier today. I was like... So everybody always gets excited when it's about to be the new year, right? Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be like a, you know, a new beginning, a chance to start over. It's like the feeling of just yeah. renewal. Yeah, You're I making... Eh. So my question well, was... When you have seen enough of... I'll be, I'll be <laughs> When you have seen enough New Year's, it becomes like, ah, ah. Well, but that's the thing, though. It's like, so does it does it ignite that same feeling for you um, of, like... Because when, when we when we started this conversation, we were talking about New Year's resolutions and things. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you you say, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do mm-hmm. that. And then two months in, you don't even remember what they are. Uh, no, that's the thing about me. Uh, um, I kind of, like, time is important, you know, but... I think events are more important than time. So the way the way I always look at it, I'm like, okay, there's a progression. Okay, there, there has to be an event. You have to work for five years. 
you have to get your master's degree before you mm -hmm. turn 30. Mm -hmm. You have to do this and you have to start a business and you have to be more in tune to the culture and, you know, start, um, um, like, you have to start being more in tune to culture, doing things like this podcast mm -hmm. or my events or whatever, mm -hmm. start doing things. So, oh, now nah, I've held one event. Well, that's an event in time. I've started a podcast. That's an event in time. I've graduated. That's an event in no, in history or in time or whatever. So you so count your moments, you count your moments. years, I guess, by the things that, the actual things that you do, the yeah, events that, that happen. Exactly. That's overlooking. That's how I look at it. Like, if I'm looking at the big picture, that's mm -hmm. how I look at it. But I guess you still need time, like weeks, months, days to kind of like... To break everything down. Break it down into the micro. So if I'm going to get my degree, that doesn't happen by my What are the steps in days, weeks, and months? I have to so is that something that you do? Like... On a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, like what's what's your strategy to make sure that that overarching big picture that you have mm -hmm. actually comes that you know comes to pass? Because a lot of people think the same way that you're thinking. A lot of people mm -hmm. think, oh, I have to get my degree by a certain mm -hmm. age. I have to have at least a job by a certain age. I have mm -hmm. to do this. I have to do that by a certain time. Mm -hmm. But where a lot of people, where the common person, they I fail know. to write it down. Yeah, and, and, so and, they don't achieve it. Exactly. That's, that's where I'm different. When I put my mind to something, I say, oh, 10 years or five years or whatever. This is where I want to be. You know, I might not be there exactly, or sometimes you know, I might, you know, waver. Yeah, a little bit, but yeah. I pretty much stick to it and say, oh, okay. I might not necessarily write it down. I used to do that a lot, like four or five years ago, like write down there. And maybe I might, you know, probably still start. When I get to uh, a, the beginning of a particular event, like starting the podcast, for instance, mm -hmm. then I can now know, write down what I need to do. I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. this, this is what the podcast needs to be about. Uh, these are the timeline. This is what we need to do. What do we need? Uh, this is what, but you know, but the idea of just starting a podcast, I, I won't just write it down. I'll start a podcast in June. I yeah. just have it at the back of my mind. And like so, you I write said, down I'm more the details than when I want to begin that particular particular venture. venture. Yeah, I write down the details and everything. But you know, just having an idea that I want to do that venture, I would, I would write. So you're not so that that's translating to me, who's a visual person, as you're not much of a. You don't need to see it; you just need to believe it. Yeah, of course. For me, that's just me. It's the opposite. I'm, yeah, that's just me. Yeah, so yeah, I used to, um, before last year, 2017, I was one of those people who just kind of let life happen. And if you let life Ooh, happen, that's dangerous. Yeah, if you let life happen, the natural progression of things is you will age and. With age comes a few things. Like for example, I never really, I never really used to plan like, oh, I'm going to go to college. But I went to college because that's what I, that's what you did at the age that I was, you know. So when I graduated high school, I went to college. I went to community college. When I got done with community college, because that's what you do, you go to a four year college. So it happened because in that space and time is what I was supposed to be doing. But not because I ever sat down and consciously thought... I mean, you thought, really sit down to think about oh, what college exactly. did I myself at 10 No, 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 no. I mean, I used to do that. But when you get to the point where you start thinking, like, for example, last year of community college, of course, I started thinking, okay, it's time to transfer. Not because this is a goal of mine that is personal. I mean, it kind of just was always there. Mm -hmm. I always knew I was going to get a bachelor's degree. So mm -hmm. I started thinking, okay, what school do I want to go to? Why should I go to this school versus this school? Like, those kinds of things I did. But as far as, like, personal growth, like, yeah. you know how people say I want to, like, for example, I've had this dream to start a TV, like, a talk program okay. for the longest time. Even this podcast, before we started this podcast, I started thinking about making a podcast in, like, 2013, maybe. I never did anything. Bruh. No, I'm 
not lying. Like for real, right. for real, for real. Like, but I never did anything to actually make it happen because okay, they I never they really really knew, but they weren't popping in twenty thirteen. Exactly, they but just people... really started coming in twenty fifteen. Like really, really coming in. Yep. In twenty fifteen. But I said, like, I had the Spreaker app that we use. I downloaded this a few times in like twenty fourteen when I because I heard about podcasts from my um I think it was my radio class in school at some point. Okay. And I was like, oh, that's an avenue that people use um, mm-hmm. to just do broadcast things. It wasn't really popping like that, but I was started thinking, my ex, like, I'm like, okay, I want to do broadcast, so this is a good avenue for me. Okay. But because I wasn't one of those people who sat down and actually like thought, okay, I have this idea. In order to make it happen, how do I? what do I need to do? And, and another reason why... Uh, sorry to cut you short, mm-hmm. right? Another reason, like, why I feel... Or not I feel, I'm not... Using me, for example, another reason why I don't like engaging in analysis paralysis is like writing too much down like i said when i get to the start of the event then i sit down write plan so i plan for two three months mm-hmm. you know but i write down for two three months but for the 10 year five year i i really don't write you down really but i have it to. at the back of my mind why did i start doing this because a lot of things like i said i used to sit, sit down and write before but I'm such a detailed person that I'll plan long-term projects like they're short-term projects. Mm. I'm going to every single detail. And sometimes that's not always beneficial. It's not good. Like, when, when I was 16, for instance, me and my brother, I was 16, my brother was uh, 17, 18. And we're both, we stayed a year after high school before we got into college. We stayed back home a year before going to college. Within that year, we got involved with uh, a specific... Uh, youth magazine in Nigeria. Magazines were still the in thing. The internet was not all that, you know. So called WhatsApp magazine in Abuja, mm-hmm. Nigeria then. So the deal was, oh, and I was like editor-in-chief. My brother was just like a writer and a marketer. So I was like like the one even like managing the team or mm-hmm. whatever. So I was like, oh, I got all this experience and this was, and you know, we're young, entertainment, everything cool. So I was like, wow, when I get to university, I'm going to start an entertainment magazine from the first semester so by the time i get to my fourth year it'll be so big and mm-hmm, when i'm finishing mm-hmm. school it's going to be like a whole big company yeah immediately after school we're going to rent a, like an office and it's going to become like a double excel or a vibe or something it's going to be that big that was the plan i started writing down writing down i wrote almost like 16 pages of plan what the magazine is going to be called i have to get my isbn international mm-hmm. book number whatever from the first issue and uh, I want my very first interview to be a very big name who's going to be on the cover. And it's going, I need at least seven staff the to start with. If I don't get plans. seven staff to start with, and it's not going to be less than 40 pages. I want to imagine that was 100 pages. But I said, for my That's first like a issue. Novel, bro. No, I was thinking big. I was like, but my first issue is not going to be less than 40 pages. I went into detail and detail and detail and planning. And my brother just came and said, and he actually taught me a vital lesson. It was good I learned that when I was 16. And we got into university after a year of doing that magazine thing. I went to the same university, but different campuses. Mm-hmm. So our campuses were a couple of miles apart, but it was the same city. And I was like, I was going to start a magazine on my campus. So I was going to start this on this campus. And we're like, which magazine is going to be the best? And I've been planning mine for almost nine months prior to that. I had mm-hmm. 16 pages, had everything. And he just looked up and just told his roommate, look, I want to start a magazine. What can we do? And he just started virtually with like four pages. Mm-hmm. He just put, oh, who is the most popular girl in class on one page? He wrote an article for the next page. The other page was just a bunch of sleazy Picture, pictures. Yeah. Four pages. That's all it took. And he printed like a hundred copies. And I was still planning for my 40 pages, gloss. And, then, and before you knew it, Everybody three, four knew. months later, 
you printed another 16 pages. Another couple of months later, I printed 30 pages. And you know, the progression was yeah. there. It was getting better. And the team was Mate, growing. Yeah. It started with just People him and his starting, roommates yeah. and saying, oh, how can we get a magazine going? And by two of them just doing that four pages, it started to grow. I eventually, you know, got involved, shelved my own plan and got involved with his magazine. Yeah. And it became one of the biggest magazines. So it taught me valuable lesson that sometimes if you wait too much, that sometimes just jump in. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's, it's good to plan the short term, like go into detail. Yeah. And then, but if you have an overarching view that you want to do this or you want to start your TV thing, for instance, you have YouTube, you have a camera, you have this, even if it's just your phone. Record no matter how sucky it gets. Let me tell you something. Put it out. Fear improve, is the most debilitating on. thing that I've ever experienced in my entire life. Mm. And so that's what I was going where I was going with this story is I never used to be one of those people that like thought for thought about my goals. Like I had them in the back of my head, but I never really like flushed them out per se. Until Not last true. year. Huh? Okay. Until last year. So last year I was like, I've been I've accomplished a bunch of things. I have my bachelor's degree. You know, I'm in a pretty good place. But I don't feel like I've added any value to my personal goals that I've ever, I've always had. And that was the truth. And it was starting to kind of backfire for me because it's like a lot of what I do in journalism and broadcasting and communications, you have to have something to show. Okay. If you don't have something to show... Something to show, like a website like, or yeah, a exactly. film like, or something. Something that you've been working on. Okay. And a lot of times, people take people admire people who take the initiative and have their own thing that they've built, and they so they can see like progress where you started here. And you, and I thought to myself, like, if I had started these things that I was talking about when I like when I thought about them first, yeah, I would be in a so much different place now. You understand? Yeah. So last year I was like, I need to be more intentional about experience, basically. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So last year what I did because I'm a visual person, I'm the person who needs to write it down to see it to. Actually... Oh, of course. There's nothing wrong with writing down. Of Don't course, wrong. yeah. I'm just saying for but me. But so I, I bought a whiteboard, hung it up in my room. Mm. I wrote every single goal that I thought to myself I needed to accomplish. A vision right board. in 2000. Like Big Sean, that's nice. And no, I did so. When people say vision boards, that you're thinking more like magazine, you know, cutouts, words, blah, blah, blah. Mine was literally a whiteboard with a list of things that I wanted to do. And okay. every time that I would get one of, or reach one of those cross goals, it out. I wouldn't cross it out. I'll just write a date next to it. Of Like, for example, if when I, you like the day I got into graduate school, I wrote mm-hmm. the date next to that. Okay. Which was sometime after that one time. What day was yeah. I forgot. But I wrote it next to it. And... Without realizing it, as the year was going ahead, I started to see those dates, like, fill up. And honestly, it is the most motivating thing I have ever... Like, just seeing that I started with zero dates, Mm. and then very soon I had, like, five dates, Mm. and then every month of the year, I could look at that calendar and be like, in February, this is what I did, this is what Mm. I did. So, like, maybe I didn't do anything massive. But if I took a trip, for example, last February, I took a trip for my birth... No, February, March. For my birthday, I went to Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. because it was my birthday and that was on my list of things to do. I was like I, I can't keep making money and not spending it on experiences that I'd like to have so okay. I need to start so on for, for March that's what was on my list for April I think it was oh, graduate so it was like school a monthly thing yeah okay. so it wasn't like I was checking my day to day activity but because I had that that big plan and I started to fill in the little details it started to come together. By the end of the year, I only had two things that I didn't check off on that list. And I was the proudest person in the world wow. on the 31st. Because I was like, you sense. know what? Mm-hmm. I didn't do everything, but I did a lot of the things. And 
Now I, I can mean, actually. It's 12. How many were there? Month, or do I, I can look at my journal right now. I don't. I don't remember. It wasn't twelve things. It was more than twelve things. Um, okay. Some of them were accomplished. You know. Um, gotcha. Yeah. I mean, but like, you, know, you get the point. What I I'm get, trying to I say is like, to, I get the point. So it's you look at it and you actually, in your mind, you're like, okay, you're like, I'm doing yeah. this now. I'm doing this, now. and then it also kind of is a way for you to record your year. Uh, different strokes for different folks, you know. Have you ever sat down like after like four months and you're like, what have I really done in the last four months? That used to be me. Mm. But when I had that, I was like, okay, this year I did this, I did this, I did this, I did. Like you know, you're able to be yeah, like, oh, to, yeah. I mean, different strokes for different folks, you know, regardless of how you do it, mm-hmm. the, the idea is to just do it, you know. Another yeah. good way I know how some people do it is to make themselves accountable to others. Mm-hmm. The more people, the better, you know, which I try to do, but, you know, that wasn't really my style of working. I think that's what my brother does sometimes. He'll just make himself accountable. He has no idea. He can just say he wants to start an airline company or something or mm-hmm. something like that. And... Because he has been telling so many people so for so many years. Anytime someone sees him after a while, oh, they'll ask him, so what about that? No, what, what about, so making himself accountable, you know, and some people do it on YouTube. You know, maybe they have a channel and they, they are saying, oh, I'm by the post- end of the year, I'm going to do this, this, this. And they know their viewers are commenting and saying, oh, what's okay. up with that stuff? Yeah. So they know they have to do it because, you know. That's what they're, they that's the expectation that they've set. Yeah. Exactly. So, hey, you can use any, you can use a combination of any of those. You can use one of them but the idea is just to keep pushing keep growing uh, regardless of if you are flying walking crawling or rolling just keep moving yeah you, you know? gotta keep moving just keep another moving. thing that some people do is um they will uh so some sometimes like seeing the things don't because like see okay so i was at a vision board um conference over the weekends a vision board conference <laughs> Yeah. Uh, please tell me you didn't pay to go to that conference. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> hold on. No, when I say vision board conference, I feel like I'm diminishing. You're laughing, so apparently okay. I'm diminishing it. But okay, so it's a me. bunch of. It was a few speakers who came to talk about like goal setting and you know being intentional and all the things that we're talking about right now, right? Okay. As far as like you know being a successful human being. Okay. Um, and one of the girls who is who was um one of the panelists she said like she doesn't that she plans every single thing in her right down to posting on social media because now social media she is plans posting on social media yeah wow. because but that's partly because she runs so many things okay. that she has to keep up with so if you don't actually make a plan you're not going to you're either going to get too overwhelmed by all is the it things posting that, on social media like a feeling like oh i'm feeling so good. But, but when you're a brand, but think about it. If this podcast were to become like a number one podcast, oh, you mean like would... managing social media for brands online? Yeah, okay, yeah. not like her personal. No, 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 no. Oh, but then okay. again, she considers herself a brand, oh, so okay. she manages her social media like she would her brand because that's who you know. She is her brand, pretty gotcha. much. She's a she's a radio host hostess. And she organizes conferences and stuff, so obviously. No, that's not. She was just a panelist okay, on she somebody was just else's. A yeah. But she speaks. She, she does events, speaking so events. So obviously, our social she, media would be a brand. Exactly. So, so she was like, I have to, you know, do all these things. And it's like, you can't do too much because a lot of times we get was tripped it, was up it too. Michaela? No, her name is Shay Parker. Okay, Shay Parker. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was Michaela Matthews. There, there's a. 
African American women working on Matthew Zellin's side she, hustle podcast. You should listen to that. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm just plugging another podcast on our podcast, but hey. It's not give, our fault. Give, give, <laughs> give credit where credit is due. Give credit where credit is due. Side hustle pro, because I think there are a lot of side hustle podcasts. So oh. this is side hustle pro. So yeah, she like. Okay. But yeah, so this girl. This girl was side <laughs> how to side hustle. You yeah. know what? I need me some side hustles in my life. Maybe I should check this out. You but sing, this... man. Look, <laughs> but this girl, did I do that note? You sing, I hear students. So every night can be a side hustle. You know how many clubs are in this? Just say, so let me just sing. What's your go to walk up to a club owner and tell him what's your slowest night? The night where you don't have any crowd, and he'll probably tell you what Tuesday mm-hmm. night yeah. or Monday night. Going there every week and telling me you sing for free for 30 minutes every Tuesday night and do that for three months. You know, I never thought about that. Another thing. So, a lot of it, you know what, we're not going to go into that now because I have so many things to say. But this girl said, and I'm saying this because some people might be in this position too where like you over plan and you over think, like you were saying, Mm -hmm. um, and then it becomes overwhelming for you. Like you set too many goals and you're just like, I don't know how I'm good. Like, I was talking to somebody yesterday, and the person was like, oh, my God, I have so many responsibilities to do this year. I'm in charge of so many things. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I'm like, well, you just got to sit down and flush it out. Like, if you really think about it, 24 hours is enough time in a day to do it a lot obvious. of things. I mean, Bill Gates has 24 hours. Elon exactly. Musk has 24 hours. Exactly. So, yeah. You know, and so it's like, you just got to think about it and just be very, like, intentional. But all the same, you know, we're wishing our listeners a very fantastic year. Mm-hmm. You know, a year of, of good goodness. What's the prophecy? Yeah. <laughs> take, the pro- abundance. <laughs> you shall have. Let's take you back to Africa one time. What's the prophecy for this year? What are two things I have? I see. No, I've seen, I've seen this year. I see that there shall be winter this January. <laughs> of course, it's going to be winter. I see that there should be summer somewhere around June or July. I mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've seen that there shall be Easter and Thanksgiving. This right. <laughs> I can also prophesy. No, but on the real road, though, like, you know, you just got to keep going. You know, just keep going. Like Nosa said, you got to keep moving. You can't stop moving. That's just it. Yeah. Yeah. So, what are we going to hold you accountable to uh, December 31st? Your TV? Me? Your yes. program? Oh, that's on definitely. YouTube or mm-hmm. Netflix or mm-hmm. wherever? Netflix. Well, no, And no. your EP. Those two things, right? Those two things. For me, those are my biggest mm-hmm. goals for this year. Your EP and your TV. But yeah, so um, so I'm really, really looking into doing but that. Seriously, you should, you should consider like using Tongue as your, yeah, like, your name everywhere. That's just me saying. It's something to consider. I mean, I'm with the whole, like, I already released a single, and on that single, I went by a kanji. So I'm like, I don't know if I change it now, how that's going to be. Didi has changed his his name when he was, like, (laughs) the number one artist in the world. How much more, you know, Mm, you put too many things out there. But hey, you know, it's um, it's a suggestion, you know, another suggestion I have for you, you know, the whole Erika Badu look thing with the hat is cool and. So, so yeah, I mean, so, so that's the thing, also. and that's the kind of music that I do. That's why when I, when someone asks me like, what kind of music do you do, I'm like, I sing African songs. Okay, mm-hmm. I want that African feeling with my music, mm-hmm. but I also don't do potluck. Like, so I'm no Yami Alade or like Tiwa Savage. So like, you don't do tongolo, tongolo, tongolo. No, 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 I don't. Some people will argue that most people will start out like that. <laughs> well, <laughs> but that's it. See, I'm, I'm, like that, that's a conversation that I've been having with my team. Thing. 
because it. it's like that's what's marketable, especially to the African market right now. Um, that's what's selling. You know, if no, you're doing, it, it depends on what your market is. You can't sell everything to everyone. It's just like this podcast. Like you can't sell it yep. to everyone. Why are you advertising to my events? Why are you Why are you telling? You know, yeah. if you are trying to force uh, something meant for Nigerians or Cameroonians, it won't work. You, know, you play around different markets, play around different markets, you get reaction from a certain niche of people. Then mm-hmm. you focus on those people and keep feeding them, keep feeding them. It yeah. will grow and those people become so passionate that they will they'll now carry your message. Yeah, exactly. So that's how to work. So you don't please everyone. So focus yeah, on That's something that I have to work. you know I have to work on is like the whole idea. Oh, another big thing, and we don't have a lot of time left, but another big thing that I'm gonna do this year is I'm learning how to say no, y'all. So I'm one of those people who says yes to things, and it, and but you say yes can because you, can you give me some hundred bucks real quick? No. <laughs> <laughs> you see how good that felt? That felt really good, guys. Um, and my but, name is Nosa, so I hear no a lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's one of the things I'm learning to do is just to say no because a lot of times people take advantage of people, and sometimes you make promises and you can't keep them because you over made promises. And so it's like one of those things. Anyway, we have 15 seconds left. Nosa, what do you have to say to the people? Happy New Year. Get off your ass and work. My name is Nosa Yari. Tongwa Kanji. Mm-hmm. Keep it moving, guys. Ultra Class Podcast. Ultra Class Podcast.